so this is the third year in a row we've done this, and uh, it's always fun. It's always interesting. Um, last year, it was the three of us and Alex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, we've done this the past couple of years. We did it in 21. We did it in 22. So we're doing it again in 23. Mm-hmm. Um, what I have lovingly referred to as kind of like our LCTC hype show, but also just kind of talking about cons and bullshit with um, artists, writers, and everyone. And this year we kind of got like uh, a really cool dynamic because got like mainly two artists and then mainly two writers. So, going to go around the horn. I'm Chris, or also Chris, uh, Friends with Benefits. Of course, you're going to see this episode posted on our page, so you know what you're listening to already. But let's just kind of go around the horn. We'll start on my left. Is that my cue? Yeah, you're on my left. I'm on your left. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a West Gift. I am a comic book writer, and currently my project with my man Bryce O'Quay is on Kickstarter, Hard Justice. If you've listened to the past couple episodes, you've heard us uh, pitch it. Um, Wes is a great dude. And okay, I guess. You're a nice guy. Okay or Okway? Uh, Okway. We'll go to Okway now. All right, all right. <laughs> oh, oh, see. Alley-oop. I like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. It's a, uh, my name is Bryce Okway. Um, I am an illustrator, animator, and such. And I am the second second uh half of hard justice with my brother over here wes um i also work part-time as a sexiest man alive when michael b jordan's taking the time off and um yeah yeah you had had to send a lot of uh a lot of dms over valentine's day a whole lot of them a whole lot of them yeah like well and i was i was the one that um i did all the stunt photos for jonathan majors when he did his photo shoot Mm -hmm. i did the Mm -hmm. first round to make sure that the robe and stuff fit right now bryce now bryce now it was also you uh that was uh you were you were in a in a ty west film as a stunt double uh for (laughs) Or Kid Cudi, right? Yeah, 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 right. yeah. Absolutely. It, it was a silhouette that, but you, you didn't. Ha- your, your, na- your name's not on the movie. No, well, no, no. no Br- were... Bryce's scenes got cut from X because that was oh. all the waist down shots. Got you. Got for ya. Kid Cudi. Yeah, yeah. And they wanted to make sure for anybody that knows Cudi in that way, they were just, just like, <laughs> we don't want. That ain't him. That yeah. Ain't him. <laughs> <laughs> they said we don't. Oh well, that is that's that old Quay tally knuckle. Let's make sure that we edit that. It was a little CG, but yeah. sure, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. You know. First ever CG reductive. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Uh, Which is, yeah, reductive yeah. CG. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout outs to an Unreal Engine. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs to Disney's volume. All right, we'll, we'll work our way down the list and go to the angriest man oh, in all God. of comic writing right now. Jesus be offense. Jesus be offense. Um, <laughs> this is Sean Pryor. Uh, last year on this show, um, I had to remind y'all I am not Steve Harvey. And once again, I will remind you yet again, I am not Steve Harvey. Um, I did receive another birthday cake that said, Happy birthday, Steve Harvey. It said it's not a party without Steve Harvey. Exactly. I'm not true. saying I directly influenced that being written on the cake. You influenced that being written on the cake, <laughs> good sir. Yes, you did. Shout out to oh, no. Harvey. We yes. Should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, now you bring up Michael B. Jordan again, dog. We ain't doing that. Right. We ain't doing that right now. But no, uh, um, Sean Pryor, uh, writer of many things, uh, write graphic novels, comics, y- YA books, children's books, chapter books, story books, um, 
I write games, and uh, as a matter of fact, uh, yeah, it was like last year, I wrote a game for uh, uh, the band uh, Angels and Airwaves um, that's still available for sale, by the way. Um, I, I think it's linked somewhere on my website or on my Twitter somewhere, but yeah, I did that too. Um, and I am representing this year for the Southern Kentucky Book Festival, where I am a guest. So um, that's also the same weekend as LCTC. Um, but yeah, I'm always around doing something, uh, writing, writing a plenty, and I've got a lot of books in the chamber right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't no, need an now. introduction, yeah. man. Nah, like, yeah, nah. Third leg. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. Justin's in the house yeah. as always. I feel yeah. like if I'm if I'm doing an episode with without Flanagan, you're always here. That's yeah. Which ain't a bad thing. Yeah. Which ain't yeah, a bad I'm, thing. I'm, so, I pinch hit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why pinch hit made me laugh, but here we are. Um, so yeah, like, I mean, shit, like, I, you know, y'all, like, uh, I'm, I'm turning to Wes and Bryce right now, like, y'all had your Kickstarter funded in, what was it, like, 36 hours? Just under 48 hours, yeah. yeah. And like, that's crazy. Like and that's... see, and see, that's the dynamic that I wanted to see. Where Wes, this is your first created Kickstarter, correct? Right, but you've backed Kickstarter or plenty. Yes. Right. Yes. So, whereas Sean, you have plenty of fully funded Kickstarters <laughs> under your belt. Yeah. Yes, I right? do. Yes. So, so I thought it would be nice that like you could help you could help talk Wes through. <laughs> yeah. The machinations of Kickstarter. Oh yeah. Well, that's uh, that's the whole thing. It's like in the creative community that we're in, it doesn't make any sense to like hoard information. Sure. If anything, you know, we learn from experience, and if we can pass what we have learned on to others, it helps us all grow. Helps communities grow. And for Wes, uh, the brother was prepared. Like mm-hmm. you know, he you know he came to me. He's like, "Hey man, can I pick? Can I pick your brain for a moment?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." So he's like, this is what I'm trying to do. Here's the project. Here's Hard Justice. And I was like, okay, this sounds cool. He's like, will you help me edit it? I was like, sure. He's like, he's like, here's my fee. I was like, oh, okay, cool, great, bet. And, you know, and, and, and Wes, I will go ahead and go on record right now as saying that like when you came in and started recruiting us for jobs and such, we were all like, is this, this going to be, is this going to work out? It's gonna happen, yeah. and sure enough, like you go against the grain in that you do all of the homework, and you also uh, sign, you, you you pay all of the invoices. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. And, I, and, and I'll definitely say, Wes is probably I've never seen anybody be so respectful to the artist. For real, I've never experienced that level of respect. Like Wes, Wes is literally like, hey, cook. Do your thing. Here's the here's the invoice. Do your thing. How can I make your life easier? What do you need? Where can I be? Whatever, whatever. Like, yeah, man. Like, Wes, you came straight out of the gate. Like, whew. Yeah. Right. You are you are completely antithetical to everything that we have experienced in in the community. Right? I also, in the comics. Like, what on, yes. on a personal note, I don't think Wes existed before 2020. Um, yeah, because if you go well, a couple I, I, episodes ago, you had no idea. Right? I have never like, and I think I mentioned this like on one of our episodes. Like, out of nowhere, like uh, after like shortly after we did the the first one of these, where there were way too many people in this hot ass apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, you shared it on Twitter, but that's also when Dustin and Dakota started that group chat about LCTC in 2021. Right. And it took me a minute to figure out that Wes Gift on Twitter 
Because you don't see, like, last names in group chats like that, and they just added a bunch of people to it. So all I saw was some dude named Wesley, and then he started talking about something, and I go, wait, like, you know Bryce and Justin and all them. <laughs> and I go, yeah, I go, I was like, I'm the dude who did that podcast that you like shared. And you were like, oh, shit. So in my mind, you, you did not exist before 2020. You, you, you flew down from whatever planet you're originally from. And <laughs> Remember what Wayne said. Real G's. They moved to Cyrus like Lazarus. That's true. That's true. <laughs> because lasagna, the G, does remain silent. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yes. That's true. Yes. Yeah. You A know. little Wayne reference. Wes, continue to be lasagna. Yes. Yep. Well, I thought this was going to be a podcast about the upcoming convention, not y'all bragging about me. Surprise, surprise. surprise. Either, either or, man. Either you gotta, or. You got you to gotta give people their flowers. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Well, and especially a person, especially a person like Wes. Like, because because Wes could have done everything like everybody else said. Nah, he very specifically was like, all of my closest friends are artists, and he's listened to all of us talk about our experiences, and he said, I am not going to do that. Yeah. And he has held us down the whole entire time. Oh, yeah, no question. Oh, yeah. And you have put probably like a thousand miles on your Jeep in like the past three weeks. Yeah. 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 So, in in reference, we were talking to, we were talking in reference to the Hard Justice Kickstarter currently on Kickstarter as we speak right now. Hardjusticecomic.com Boom, boom! Which, by the way... 13 days left? uh, 11 days left. 11 days Mm -hmm. left. Hardjusticecomic.com Now, for those of you listening, so yes, I'm the writer. Bryce is the artist. Technically, we're co-creators, but yes, Sean Pryor is our editor. Um, I've said this on many a podcast, and I'm going to say it here. What I like about working with Sean is Sean can... Sean looks at what you're doing and he picks up on what you're laying down, and he just elevates it. Yeah. And that's what he's done with our Hard Justice script. And Justin over here did our variant cover, the sweet double dragon <coughs> homage that we have for our mm-hmm. variant that was all Justin. So we kind of have, like, the Hard Justice creative team oh, here. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then Justin, and, and Justin from, from my angle, too, like, from when I first started the pages, where they were versus where they're at right now, it's because man. I've been, I, yeah, I've been in on Justice Line the whole time. <laughs> this man, this man has coached me in every way possible, yeah. uh, uh, elevating my use of negative space mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, like, literally, the comic book that everybody is going to see versus what I initially had done was because I was working with the Guru right here. Dang, so man. he did the variant cover Dang. and he missed the Miyagi. Let me just, nah, I mean, just yeah, yeah. get that for you. No, but what, I'm saying, what, what makes cool is like there's a version of Hard Justice that exists that no one will ever see. Exactly. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> How weird is that? Like, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's, Maybe, maybe, maybe in ten years, like maybe in the deluxe anniversary. Maybe, yeah, maybe way right? down the line, right? You know? Yeah, here's the original Hard Justice yeah. comic. <laughs> yeah, it hears after we left the time chamber. Yeah, yeah. Justin was Justin was literally. I'm I, like he. If I'm Gohan, this is Piccolo right here. <laughs> <laughs> like for because when we first started working on all of this stuff, Justin. Yeah. I just I kept kicking everything to him and, and, and getting his perspective and his coaching and whatever and he just he shaped it. Well, and I've got yeah. a I've got yeah. a question for the room and I'll, I'll pitch it to Justin when he gets back too. Like, what's more stressful, pre-launch or post-launch? Both. <laughs> Both. Okay. Mm-hmm. Both. Yeah, okay. Man. Yeah. yeah, like from all the kickstarters I've done in the last like 
15 years. You've gotten a lot of money from me, by the way. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. You got, you got stuff coming this year, too, finally. I know. So, you know, for, from the last Kickstarter idea. But the thing is, is that you can, you know, it's good to have a plan. It's good to inform the people beforehand. You know, you try to inform as many people as you can, however you can. And, um, you know, on the granted, up until, you know, about a year ago, social media was pretty stable until Elon Musk fucked it up. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, but then again, Elon Musk is what happens when you combine incest with, like, draft versions of William Shatner's Tech War. And you combine those together, you get Elon Musk. We went straight into the... Always, always brings heat. Ooh, always brings heat. There, there, you know, look, man, like I can't, I can't show up here and not give any smoke. Well, that's you, fair. You know, that's fair. Like, what Elon Musk gonna do? Hey. You still have hair. Steve Harvey does. Hey, wait, exactly. hold on, hold on. Chill out with what Elon Musk is gonna do. I saw Megan. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Let's not do that. I don't right. like that. But, uh-uh. but what what I'm saying is, is this. Get to get back to the point. Like, there's so much buildup because, like, not only are you putting the Kickstarter page together, you got to put your rewards together. You gotta. You got to make sure your page looks right. You got to make sure that you get that, you buy that URL that you can link to the Kickstarter to make it simpler for everybody to get to the Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. You know, you try to do as much as possible to that build up and, and get that pre-awareness up. So by the time it drops and then you tell everybody, then boom, the wheels are rolling. And then you yeah. still have to continue the wheels rolling. You, you know what I mean? And so like it's work. And that's the thing that people don't understand. Like, like you know, like, because like, yeah, there are cats out there that, can do kickstarters and their base is so big now like they don't have to they, they still work hard please understand yeah. they still work yeah. hard you still but, have to make the shit yeah right. Yeah, right. yeah you still got to make yeah. it but yeah. like they can fund quickly <clears throat> right yeah. and like and like and capitalize on all that money yes Absolutely. when it's weird like you'll even see bands and artists now who like mm-hmm. don't have record deals and the best way for them to try and get a new album out is to go fund kickstart whatever mm-hmm. And so it's weird that, like, you know, bands that were, you know, bands that I listened to that were kind of big-ish in the early and mid-2000s are now being like, give us money so we can eat. They lost, <laughs> they lost all, did it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. The, an, an, um, the Anonymous Nobody album. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then from, a, from a, a, a production, from the production angle of things, you know, being a, the artist on the thing, especially, like, between making sure that everybody gets the best possible quality thing that they could have also having in mind that we're we're doing a series so this is like mm-hmm. this is the first of like five yep yeah. so with that in mind it's like i want to make sure that you get every bit of the professional quality that you should get from something like this and then this is informing the next few kickstarters because We've got, we've got, we've got the template. We just got to keep the quality up. We got to yep. keep that. So it's like those types of things behind the scenes as well. When you think long term, you're like, oh, okay. So it's not just as simple as we're gonna throw some shit out there and take people's money, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's a whole, is, it's a whole other job to do. It's a yeah. job. It's yeah. a whole yeah. other job yeah. to yeah. do. It's a job. You have to is, make the thing, yeah. but then you have to make, you have to maintain mm-hmm. the Kickstarter to, yes. to perpetuate the next thing. Uh-huh. And you got, right. and you have to, you have to be. You have to be a professional in your approach to all of the things across the board, not just for like personal preferences, but also generally just to respect the crowd. Like, because the people that see this, mm-hmm. you want them to love it. You want them to be able to compare it to anything else that they see. Like, we're no, we're no different a professional than anybody else that's in the industry right now. Mm-hmm. So we hold ourselves to that quality. Is that's how I see that, mm-hmm. you know. So I asked them while well, you stepped away for a moment. Yes. 
Hardest part of Kickstarter, pre or post launch? Uh, post. Post? Okay. Post. Because there are so many, uh, you, well, there, I heard them uh, referenced uh, as like titty graphs. They just sort of, they dip down. Peaks and right, valleys. Peaks and valleys. I so like titty graphs. Titty graphs? Like, yeah. Titty <laughs> graphs is better. <laughs> titty graphs is better. Right. They yeah. dip, they dip, they come back up, they dip, they come Shout back up. Shout out to two chances. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, so like, Post launch, like because that's the most stressful because you're constantly like it's the thing that you want to keep checking but you can't because you're like uh, it's just you know it's you know two days after launch it's it's six days after launch it's okay when does the plateau hit because you know now like there's there's sufficient actual data that you can point to that says when there's a Kickstarter launch everything goes up point to this and then after X number of days depending upon you know, social media interaction, blah 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 blah. There's the there's the crest where it'll just sort of it'll it'll just sort of plateau fl- plateau off, right? Yeah. And then and then right before the Kickstarter is over is when you have to go back and hit it just as hard as you did when you launched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you want to remind everybody, yeah, this is still a thing. And also, since you're kickstarting series, like let people know that hey, most of the leftover money is going to fund the rest of the books so like if we go over our goal that's awesome but please you know like remember issue two is going to come too like it's Mm -hmm. it's this 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 money helps to make more of this right and so you so yeah you just sort of stay in this constant like oh my god kind of kind of zone until it's over and then until you've sent the book to print and Mm -hmm. you know whatever like once you start shipping stuff out then you can kind of calm down but by that time it's time to launch (laughs) number two (laughs) and i mean you know to to be completely real we've already been on top of the second issue we've been we've been multitasking because see and that's the way to do it and i think i think full transparency all the way down the line yeah. is what's up. Yeah. Whereas you can say, look, book two is X percent in production, blah, 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 blah. And just li- because the everybody has Kickstarter fail stories, yeah. right? Everybody has stories where like, yeah, I, I'm out 300 bucks, you yeah. know, shit like that. Like it happens. Yeah. So, to, so be, to be someone who's in that space where you can say, it's it's going to be okay. We're going to do this. Yeah. Like, like, and that's why we're doing this is so that we can show you the rest of this money is helping us make the rest of this thing. Absolutely. So what happens to like if I if I if I pledged now I know y'all don't have this level, but if I pledged seventy five bucks to y'all and it doesn't make it, is my money still gone? No, 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 okay. no not on no. Kickstarter. They don't, they, don't take, they don't take the money yeah. until it's until funded. It's funded. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. you yeah. have, you have yeah. to reach whatever your goal is. Yeah, yeah. 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 Kickstarter is all or nothing now. Grant, like now, there's all different types of crowdfunding sites now. So yeah. like say for instance. If you'd use Indiegogo, you could do like, um, I have a goal, but if I don't hit that goal, I can still keep the money. Or if I don't hit that goal, you don't get charged. Well, that's okay. The, the Eternal Darkness two story mm. is yeah. Yeah. they they crowdfunded and they wanted like three hundred thousand dollars, yeah, like seven hundred twenty five grand. Mm-hmm. Ask me how many copies of Eternal Darkness 2 were in existence, Sean. None. Mm-hmm. The answer is zero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, there's all sorts of shit like that. There was a, a big thing with uh, some board game. I think it was, like, the original Evil Dead 2 board game that was supposed to come out. The company made, like, $400,000. Oh, yeah. Went over their thing. Deleted all of their social media and everything the day the Kickstarter ended. No one ever heard from people again. Yeah, the... Wow. the, the 
the earlier people realized you could scam people, the worse it was. Yeah. Yeah. So now we've sort of gotten to a point where Kickstarter is now a legitimate thing that people are like, okay, well, this person, like, this is their first one, so mm-hmm. you better... Yeah. Right. You better tell me that the shit is done. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, I was... Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I was super nervous about backing the the Dead by Daylight board game until I saw like one it was super it, it was created by the game company so it's like well okay they're not going anywhere and two I was like when it got funded in under four hours I was like I think it's safe to give them my money now. Yeah, right, like, right, 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 right. yeah because in the early days of Kickstarter there were a fuck ton of things that are like hey we license this indie comic property and mm-hmm. we're gonna make a cartoon and guess what happened yep all those fucking people ghosted there was a whole yeah there was a whole lot of people coming up with their their anime and this and that right. and so then, now I think it's it's a, it's it's a lot more refined yes, I guess yes well, yeah well, the thing is is that like a lot of times you also have situations where you have people with dreams and goals but they don't have a plan now granted you can have a plan and still lose let me be 100% clear on that okay but there are a lot of people though that have dreams and plans and goals but the plan isn't really that thorough and so if they do end up winning they're like oh shit we gotta do the thing now and then it all and then it all falls yeah. apart oh, no yeah. and then it all falls apart because they just never planned for that well it, it yeah. help it, it helps it helps to just i think i think before anybody dives into anything just at least make sure that you are dealing with or you are a consistent creator that's yeah. the big part and that and, it, yeah. and, and i know i know to some people that sounds unfair because they're like well everybody should be able well yeah but i think consistency in creation makes it more comfortable for people when they're looking and they're saying, oh, okay, well, yeah. why should I fund this? Well, they know I'm always working. They know they're going to get shit from me because I'm always making shit. Right. Wes is always making shit. Wes put out multiple short stories before he told anybody there was a hard justice that was going to hit yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, man. You know, so just even establishing that track record. And, and Sean, you know, you, you've written, what, 163,000 <laughs> books and some shit. So when Sean dropped the Kickstarter... 164,000? Yeah, yeah, something like, like that. We're just talking 2023, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, during the, pan, during the pandemic, you know, when everybody... Sean had a new book every four hours. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I thought, well, Sean had more books than the virus was out. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, I said, damn, man. Listen, let, let, let me explain. Let me explain something. It was a prior outbreak. Yeah, it was a prior outbreak. Yes, it was. <laughs> Governor Bashir was out here saying, this is how many uh, cases of COVID we have, and this is how many books Sean Pryor has written. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Let's put it on the graph. Yeah, he was like, hey, Sean. You can't do that. <laughs> hey, hey, that graph. Had, hey, Sean's graph has some big old titties. <laughs> <laughs> no, but on, on the on the real, it's, it's funny that y'all mentioned, especially in 2020, because like when we all, when a lot of us got sent home in 2020, I was working. I was work, working from home, like basically four days a week, sure, and then being in the office like a half day, twice a week, essentially. Yeah. Okay, so that year. Um, Capstone came to me. He's like, "Hey, you want to write this? Hey, you want to write this? Hey, because like by the time, because by the time we hit 2020, I established myself with them in 2019, and they were like, oh, hey, he gets work done. Oh, this is cool. And you know, like, hey, he gets work done. You know, he, he's mm-hmm. he's efficient. He's fast. He gets work done. It's all good. It's cool. So they're like, hey, do you want to write three Sports Illustrated for kids books? This is literally in March of 2020 when they they sent when us it all when, when it all closed. Yeah. Okay, 
for that moment. It closed. And I was like, sure, no problem. And they're like, hey, um, we got this Jake Maddox book. Do you want to write another sports story? Sure, no problem. Hey, um, we got like a scary graphics. Like, it's kind of like um, Goosebumps, for, not Goosebumps, but like Goosebumps, for, you know, but it's capstone style. Scary story graphic. No, 30 something page. You want to do it? Sure. And like, literally. Give it to they, me, baby. Yeah, exactly. And they just kept throwing <laughs> books at me, right? Yeah. And like, I was at home, but I was still doing work. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, well, break time, I can write. So. Mm-hmm. 2021 happens and like because that's because also 2020 is when i started writing the, the first four gamer books too mm-hmm. and so literally like every single month a new book was dropping in 2021 and folks was like how the fuck did you get all this yeah. and and so i was like they just asked me so i just did it you know and then the problem became mm-hmm. when they were like hey man Listen, y'all. Everybody gonna have to go back to the office because in America the economy it's an economy over everything. So y'all gotta get back to the mm-hmm. office in like 2021, like you know mid 2021. But my brain is still operating on, oh, we're home. Hmm. So Capstone is still throwing books at me like in 2021, and I'm still running on this pace of like, yeah, we could do this. I can write ten books in a year, sure, no problem. And also write a graphic novel that I got a book deal for, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm doing that too. On top of working a nine to five at a time, stressful ass fucking job, mind you, at that time. And so I found a new job, gang. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> so then, like 2022, I'm like, hey man, more books is here. Here's four more gamer books. Here's this. Here's this. Here's this. And then, like, I, and then I was like, oh yeah, we're planning a wedding in 2022. And I was just like, oh fuck. Mm-hmm. I was like, and then like I was like, hey, we gotta slow down. But the thing is, it's like, I was broke. So when hey, they hey. when they call no. when they yeah. call I'm picking up the yes, phone sir. and being like we could, we could feel we could feel your stress in the group chat boy. right mm-hmm. it's like yo Sean is tired bro yeah man it's like I can't it's like and the well, thing is it's like I could I was like I couldn't keep going but I ain't had no choice well, and, and, well, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say I can't tell you how many times I'd be texting Sean or we'd be out and be like oh well what are you doing the rest of the day and he'd be like going down to the office and writing. Yep, mm-hmm. I gotta go right. I gotta go right. I gotta go right. I gotta go right. Yeah, like, I can't tell you how many times I copy and paste. Don't bother, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> to various text threads, right? You just, had, you, just had, you just had like the you had it saved in your yeah. notes. Just copy paste. Don't bother, Sean. Yeah, I'll put I'll put to you like this. I'll put to you like this. Like now I'm at this pace where now like like I have a book that's due in May, but now and after that book's yeah that book's due in May. I got four more gamer books. I just signed a contract for four more of those. Those are easy. But now, so, like, it's less pressure. Because, like, for this one book I'm doing that's due in May, the check is bigger. And it comes with royalties in soft cover and hard cover if it sells well enough. Okay? So that's, like, nice freelance work. You know what I mean? There you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. So now I can get back to working on original concepts and pitches to get to my literary agent. And I say, but I say all that to say, because we're planning a wedding last year. I'm surprised you still have your hair. uh, Me too. Um... (laughs) Um, like December was like probably one of the most December 2022 was probably one of the most stressful months of my life. I wrote a graphic novel in like 24 hours. That's wild. It's That's like, wild, like, man. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, granted, because it's like it's oversized format, 32 pages. And that's like, and even the standard American comics are between 20 to 24, 20 to 28. But like it's 32 page oversized comic and I was just like ah, I gotta get this done but so still, 32 pages in 24 hours that's, that's a lot that's yeah. nuts that's, yeah <laughs> that's, that's insane from, from beginning to end yeah yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, and so I was just like well we gotta do it cause like I was just I was burned out but I was like Sean you know you gotta do this right I was like I'll do it tomorrow oh yeah wedding stuff we had to take care of okay we'll do it tomorrow and like it was always something and then one day I was like it was, I think it was like a Monday I was like 
I started Monday at like six in the evening. I was like, Allison, I gotta go work on this. Started six in the evening, worked until midnight, got up at like seven in the morning, went to work during my breaks, like wrote the rest of it during breaks, and then like wrapped it up at like six in the evening at home and just sent it out. So technically less than twenty four hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. That's the, technically less than twenty four hours. That's yeah. the that's the part of that's the part of all this shit that really is the most complicated, if anything. Like, because you still have regular life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You still, like, some of us have kids or spouses or both. Yep. And you got to, you can't, you can't slacken the familial territory Mm-mm. for the sake of the art. You Mm-mm. can't do that. So it's like, man, I got to, I got to, I got to still be dad and then also still make sure that I can create and well, whatever warm You also got to go get those tacos at nine o'clock at night, still too. Still got to get the tacos, <laughs> man. Hey, man, my, my wife has insurance, so. There you go. <laughs> Look, it wasn't, it, it, so was I got a, nothing. Last girl that I was talking to, I had to tell her flat out, like, hey, look, I'm going to be honest. I like you. I know you like me, too. When You know I ain't got a lot of time, right? Like, I just, I, I just had to be 100 with her. You know I don't have a, t- a lot of time, right? Okay. And, and okay. you know, kind of left, left, the, left the ball that's in very, her court that's very, in that situation. Right. Uh, that did not work out. But. <laughs> that's how that's how real that's right. how real shit is yeah, though you right. know yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a lot it's honestly a lot to juggle yeah it, it, it really is. is it is a lot to juggle and i don't think a lot of people understand that especially for those that like you know regardless of whether art is your main job or it is the uh, it's the second job it's the second job along with your main job like for me like for, mm-hmm. for justin you know for wes you know what I mean? Like, like you know, like we do art, we do creative stuff, but we got we got the nine to fives too. Mm-hmm. You know, for you, art is a twenty four hour job. Yeah. You know, but like in trying to balance all those worlds, in the midst of I got a nine. I got a nine to one. Let's be real. I got a nine to one, <laughs> and then after that, I'm good. Okay. Bet. So. Fair. Fair. Bet. 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 I got it a bit easier than you. Okay. <laughs> you, you, you're still dad. You're still dog dad. That's like, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like that's dad. work. Like that's yeah. work. And that's, but I get to stay at home. So yeah, no, and I'm I'm jealous. Like, <laughs> like I like I miss like I I do. There's a, there's a piece of me that does miss working from home. Not like, me. You know, now for you it's different because like not me. I hate yeah, it. That was a job from hell. That you no, had. I hated it, man. That, like, that was a job. From uh, hell. No, and yeah, it, y'all are four of my good friends. Y'all all know me. I'm very personable. I was I, counting. I don't count myself. Yeah. Okay, I was just making sure. <laughs> no one hates me more than me. <laughs> so, um, but no, like I'm, I'm, I'm too personable. I'm too much of an extrovert. Mm-hmm. And it was too much bullshit for too little pay. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, like I, I told you all about this and I, it was what, 48 hours between me being like, hey, I think I'm you know, I'm talking to someone about this job to being like, I'm putting in my notice tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, like this job came up, this job fell in my lap and I, I just fucking jumped on it. And, right. you know, like it was, it was affecting like, it was affecting like the podcast and that kind of stuff because like 4.30 would hit and it's not like this magically, like I, I had a desk over there and mm-hmm. I was working from home. I had two monitors and everything. It's not like that partition where my like kitchen is magically was this cutoff of workspace and this was my relaxation zone like Spider-Man and his amazing friends that would just turn around (laughs) yeah like like, that's not how it works so like you know and Flanagan like this is nothing against you this is nothing against that but like there were certain times where it's like 
I've got to get out of these four walls. Yeah. Then it's like, I've got to be home at eight o'clock. Like, yeah. Yeah. Again, like it's, 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 it matters, uh, how, how you take care of your brain. Yeah. Uh, When when you, when you, when you're attempting to do something creative and, and I say when you're attempting to do something creative, when you're, when you're in a space where you're doing something creative and no one is paying you to do it yet, but you're doing it anyway. Yes. Uh, you still have to find time to relax mm-hmm. and like not be in that mode. Yeah. And so I think Chris, where you were like, you were at, you were here all fucking day, and yeah. you're like, all right, I guess I get to be here all fucking night too. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. It, I mean, it, it was hard sometimes. Um, and you know, like, the so inter- until you get sponsored by like some dildo company or something, dude, absolutely, right, like. <laughs> I will talk about shoving stuff up my ass for very little money. Come on, if the check clears. Who hey, cares? Well, hey, well, look, I, I, we talked about this with Tech before. It's like, man, you just got to get pop into the dick pills. <laughs> That's the big thing. You got to get. Like, we, t- we talked about this, and the amount I would sell out to, like, Spotify for is so low. If they were like, hey, we want your podcast, but we're only going to give you X amount of money. Like you're gonna pay me to do this? Hell yeah. <laughs> Fucking rad! <laughs> like, um, and no, like the thing is, I, I'm very passionate about this. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have been doing this for. Uh, we're at January, made three years since we spun off from Talk Nerdy to Me and Flanagan and I did this on our. Oh, yeah. Right, I, this is an extension yeah. of your personability. Yeah, yeah. and we right. left like, you know, when we left that show, it was doing five thousand listens a week. Yeah. Yeah. We left something that was doing great numbers. To build something that we were going to like more, yeah, and it it was scary. It was difficult, and I was just like, "What if? What if we fucking hate this after three months? What if we don't like this? What if it's not going to work out?" Like, we're both too prideful to go back to Peacock and Julian and be like, "Hey, we want back in." Um, it was just like if 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 it goes down in flames, it goes down in flames. Mm-hmm. But like, the numbers are great now. The numbers are good, and. Uh, like, and not to, not, I mean, not to, not to toot horns here, but like, you know, some really cool people, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I no. think that, uh, that um, helps out. No, it does. <laughs> like having y'all come in, and you know, having uh, a wonderful support system from people that tweet about my, my my stupid podcast every week. Thank you, Wes. <laughs> to my other idiotic friends who I can you know con into coming on to my show when I don't have any like when no one else is. Ta-da! Justin, thank you. <laughs> Sean, I appreciate you taking time out of your day where you're booked for 27 hours a, a day, oh, every day. Uh, Sean yeah. has been on uh, the phone during this podcast a lot, making plans for something. So, guys, like when you go <laughs> see him at this book fair, like yeah. just just like if you if you can buy a book and then give him like a, a Starbucks gift card or something, yeah, I, open, I know, I open your Sean, wallet and dump it on his table. I thought Sean was writing a book while we've been recording. Hey, <laughs> hey man, listen, listen. Uh, like there have been many a times where I've had my notes app open and be like, let me get this chapter in real quick. Like that has happened. That has happened sometimes. Right. Well, but like, oh, go ahead. sorry. No, no. Finish your thought. No, I was just, just going to say like because like with Lexington Comic and Toy Con and Southern Kentucky Book Festival. Happening the same weekend, like Southern Soki, as they like to call it, is from Friday and Saturday, um, whereas LCTC is like Thursday through Sunday, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and like this is normally I'm I'm, I'm always at LCTC. Normally, I've only taken like out of all the years LCTC has been around, I think I've only took taken like two years off of it total. Um, but like this, but like when I got asked to be a guest, like a featured guest at Soki. 
I was like, man, I can't pass up on this. Because really, like, that's my environment. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. that, that's that's my environment. Like, I was, like, we were talking before the, the podcast even started. It's like, for me, it has value, and that's no disrespect to LCTC, but it has a different type of value to where, like, I know on Fridays, the Friday of Soki, they're busting in school kids that specifically want to be there for books and buy books. Mm-hmm. But teachers are there. So then teachers will talk to me and say, hey, can you come talk to my school? You know, because normally like the librarians or administrators will be there and be like, hey, can you come talk to our school? And they're like, OK, you know, and they're like, hey, here's a fee. Here, here's a, here's what we can pay you to come talk to our school. And I'm like, wow, well, this, that's really cool. Great. Sure. I'll be there. And like and then that that that's sort of that's an end, because now you're going to go talk to these kids. The library is probably going to go get your books. And that's an end. <clears throat> And that and, and that gets you that, like and so basically like my target audience is going to get my books, and that's really cool. And so like that's some good. And then on Saturday, it's everybody, and you can, it's like upwards anywhere between five thousand to fifteen thousand people coming through to buy books and stuff. And there's still other people that you know like and I get still other people coming through and like I get to communicate with them and like do all this other stuff and and like you know make like connections and whatnot. And that's great. Now once again, that's no shade to LCTC, but that's a different environment. Whereas, like, say, for instance, I can go to LCTC, lay out all my books where you got graphic novels, you got storybooks, you got this, 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 and I can lay everything out so everybody can see. But now it's a totally different environment because, like, now you're trying to vie for everybody's attention and there's something grabbing somebody's attention every five seconds. Yeah, you got to be on. You have to. Yes. And, like, and the thing is, like, I'm, no, I'm, not a, I'm not a carnival barker and I'm not a salesman. Like, I can sell. That's not a problem. But... I'm not going to pull you to the table. If you come to the table, I'll say, hey, how's it going? You doing good? Hey, if you have any questions about any of these books, please let me know. Well, you said you told yeah. you told me years and years ago, never dodge the people asking for you. Right. You said that a long time ago, and yeah. I've held on to that advice. And so, I think I have walked away from all three of you in mid-conversation when someone has come up and been like, hey, how are you? And I'm just like, they got mm-hmm. money to make. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, so yeah. you know, so you're the penultimate wingman. <laughs> uh, so, so, I mean, what what were you supposed to do? You 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 literally following your own advice. They yeah. asked for you. They asked for you. Yeah, you got to You got to go where you. Yeah. You got to go where you and, where you wanted. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know we have a large contingent of listeners in Bowling Green. Go to the Soki. Yeah, the Southern Kentucky Book Festival. It's at the Nicely Convention Center on uh, Fridays for the kids, but Saturdays for everybody. Saturday, I believe, it runs from nine to three. I believe uh, nine to three on Saturday, and so um, and like um, so yeah, it'll be a good time. It's gonna be like a lot of authors there. Like I think even Will Wheaton's gonna be there um, because like Will Wheaton, Wheaton. a Family Guy reference in twenty twenty three. Hey man, this show. Seth MacFarlane recently was on a song with Logic. Yes, he was. Gross. Listen, (laughs) listen, listen. You know what? I'm glad you brought that up. You know, I'm glad you brought up Logic because I need to bring some smoke. All right, now listen. Listen, oh, no. listen, it is 2023. Don't be like Charlemagne. Why are you going to shit on that man? You know he's got a complex. <laughs> I know he got a complex, but you know what? You don't pull bullshit like I'm about to talk about real quick. You're going to get talked bad about oh, when no, you do I bullshit. Oh, no, I have a complex and also $140 million in the Here's the problem. Here's the problem, all right? You want to you drop your records? Fine. Drop your records. Fine. I don't care. That's great. That's fine. You got issues? I understand we all got issues, but you know what helps? Therapy. And he's got money, so he can afford therapy. So fuck all that shit. Yeah, he's got anyway, an agent who will pay for his therapy. Now, 
The other problem is, you don't come on here, look, if you're, if you're a musical artist, rapper, MC, whatever you want to do, you want to sing, you want to do whatever, that's fine. You do not walk on God's green earth and then cut a video of you singing your rendition of Today Was a Good Day by Ice Cube, okay? Have you seen that bullshit? Have you seen that bullshit? I did see that. Have you seen that bullshit? Well, here, here's what I will say. Um, this is uh, artist, uh, illustrator, and animator Bryce O'Quay speaking right now, <laughs> a.k.a. Black Fruit Crunch. Um, I, I got by, a funny story about that. I, I by no means am uh, speaking in any way about Logic and your bullshit. I make album covers and music videos, Logic. By all <laughs> means, no that uh, I support my friend and also uh, uh, I have nothing to say about you. I'm glad you know he's listening. Yes. Now, now, okay, now sidebar. Now, what Bryce, <laughs> now, what Bryce just said is true. He is being very supportive of you. Well, guess what? I'm not. <laughs> here's why. You do not sing. Logic is an anime fan, bro. He might want to cover one day. I know. He can have, he can have one of your covers. That's great. That's fine. But don't talk about this bullshit-ass record he cut. <laughs> You don't sit here and, and sing and make a singing version of Today Was a Good Day. That's like a white woman doing an acoustic cover of uh, of Panda by Designer. You don't do that shit. Hey. You know, a motherfucker singing, And mom cooked the breakfast with no hog. Who the fuck do you say hear that shit? How did he do that again? <laughs> That's how he sang it. That's how he sang it. That's how he sang it. That is exactly how he sang it. Can you get that white voice again for me, please? And mama cooked the breakfast with no hug. <laughs> like, that's exactly how he sang that shit. And I'm just, like, looking at the video on the screen that somebody put in the Twitter feed, and I was just like, this is evil. Joey this Badass, Joey Badass did Umi Says, yeah, so it, he thought he needed to sing yeah, too. But see, Joey so. Badass, like Joey Badass doing a cover of Most Def's, Most Def's Umi Says was, was cool. That was actually beautiful. What Logic did was terrible. And it was a detriment to black people. And not only that, and like, and you know, man, you know how I feel about Ice Cube right now. Like, I, 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 I'm mad at Ice Cube because he's like this anti-vax dude, and he be doing weird ass shit now. And like, I, mm, because like, like hey, John, mm. uh, I know. Like, hey, I just want to say, right, calm down. Mm. It's okay. I mean, mm. you, you, you. Please remember, mm. there comes a time where your bank account says. You can do dumb shit if you want. That's fair. Yes, yeah, I, I know, but that's I, fair. But, I, I, but, I, in, I, I long for that day. I might do some shit that'll make you furious with the Power Rangers no, get enough but money. But you know what? Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. I, I love you, and I know you personally, so I'm not going to be offended by it. You know what I mean? But I'm offended by logic because this man has enough money to do whatever he wants. And yet he takes his time to sing poorly. And not only that, like it was like when Bloodhound Gang did Boys in the Hood by by Easy. That e. was uh, Dynamite uh, I'm, Hack. I'm sorry, Dynamite Hack. It's all the. F- I'm sorry. I almost said it's all the fucking same, and I apologize. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now Bloodhound Gang did the cover of Tricky. Right, right. That's right. I'm sorry. My bad. See it. See it. <laughs> but but like it's just well, like. Why did he cook the breakfast and I'm like, and he held on to that note like he was doing something. It's like it's like one of those dinosaurs you would squeeze yeah. and it let out, and it would be that weird like. I'm hurt. Yeah. I'm hurt. Right so now. mama that, cooked the breakfast with no. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. That's exactly exactly what it sounded oh like, God. and like it, it it like it just hurt me because it's oh. like I know he has issues. And I'm like, please just go see a therapist because, like, you don't need to torture us like that. 
Like it is like that is a detriment to black America as a whole. Okay? A detriment. Even 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 Ice Cube's son, O'Shea Jackson Jr. said, listen, I, logic is cool. I listen to his music. It's fine. But if you sing about my mama one more time, we're going to have problems. Mm. Logic, I heard you like Jujutsu Kaiser, man. I can hit you with a cool parody. Or some <laughs> so, hardjusticecomic.com, right? Is that's the, right. Yep, yep. Is the place to go. And, and hold on. I got, I, I, got, I got one more like completely off-topic tangent. Then we'll wrap it back for the last like, 15, 20 minutes. So I'm on the phone with my dad, and we're talking about stuff to watch on Hulu. My dad has my Hulu account, and uh, yes. he, he logs on. He goes, did your Hulu get hacked? No. Why? He goes, who's Black Fruit Punch? <laughs> <laughs> I go, oh, that's my buddy Bryce. I gave him the login. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> who's Black Fruit Punch? <laughs> I mean, you've seen, y'all, y'all have all seen pictures of Pete. Yes. Yes. And your dad's on season three of Atlanta now, right? (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Hey, good man. Good man. Good man. That's hilarious. That's black fruit punch. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, like bringing it back, like, (laughs) and like I feel like I'm about to ask a loaded question. Mm. Ooh. Do you like tabling at conventions? It depends on the convention. Okay. That's, I, second, I second that. Yeah. That's the thing now. I think. I think. I don't know, man. I'm. I'm seasoned now. Uh, I think most of us here are seasoned convention people, and so like I know kind of what's going to work now and and what's not. I. I feel very much for the twenty-two-year-old creator who's just doing it for the first time. Yep. Uh, trying to self-publish their stuff at a at a convention, it's right next high. to the person who's got like yeah. eight foot high. Like, yeah, it's yes. not, not the same climate. It's, it's not the same. Um, and and I, th- I th- and I think it's it's I think that climate has changed anyway. Mm-hmm. I think it's sort of morphed into something different. Yeah, uh, than what it was. But yeah, it depends on the convention. Yeah, when yeah. you and yeah. Ken were sharing one artist alley table. And both people on the sides, you had those, like, build-a-block-like mm-hmm. uh, containers <clears throat> full of stuff. And you and Ken aren't small gentlemen. And these tables are about as wide as this coffee table. So y'all both had your books, and you're both, like, trying to squeeze in there yeah. so you can both be seen. I think, like, every time I went by, someone was forward and someone was back, just so, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, by the time when I had started doing conventions... I was coming along around the tail end of the conventions that, like, Justin and Sean are probably a bit more familiar with. So, like, I didn't even really get to feel all of, like, that good energy yeah, from, yeah. like, that previous... I came, I came around whenever, like, I, people were, like, half and half on Wizard World. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, by the, by the time I really started to, like, get some legs underneath me... To be able to be like some an artist that could be hired in any kind of way. Print walls Every, were already all over the place. Print walls were everywhere. Yeah. People, sa- people said Wizard World was trash at that point. Like literally everything had like started to immediately transform. And I was like, yo, I feel like I just got here. Yeah. So yeah. then everything that I've done in convention since then has been a kind of a different type of... Uh, it's 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 kind of maneuvering around everything that's become celebrity centric in a way that like 
I, I don't I, I had more of a romantic view of conventions when I first yeah. arrived. And I mean just from the aspect of like a con goer, like ninety nine percent of the time. It, it's it's definitely been weird to watch um stuff like LCTC especially evolve from like you know, it was a one room, not even using the whole room show. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Jason yes. David Frank was their big attraction the first year. Yeah. And it was a one day, like, eight hour show. Yeah. And the next year, they used the whole room. It was the only year I didn't go. So, But it was still just a one day show. Then it was a two day show. Because mm-hmm. they just did, they did Friday, Saturday, and not Sunday mm-hmm. one year. Did they bump to all three? Did they go from one to three? I think they went from like one to two to two one to three, <laughs> one to two, and then two to three. Yeah, so they went yeah. they went from Saturday only to Saturday Sunday. <laughs> okay, and then Friday Saturday. I've got it backwards. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was Friday yeah. Saturday. Or I yeah. thought it was Friday. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I because I remember I was ser- I was serving around the time when they, like I remember when they yeah. switched to Friday Saturday Sunday, and I had the expectation of Saturday Sunday and having to like call in sick for a Friday. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, that's the thing. Like, like. Every time somebody enters something, like a lot of times people think it's like, well, dang, I got in late, or dang, I got in and it's almost over. I'm like, it's technically never over. Because, you know, like I said, people were like, yeah, man, these Wizard World shows are trash. And people, a lot of people were like, well, cons, you know, cons are over, it's done. Like, and, the only thing, and the only thing that matters are the tent poles. You know, your San Diego, your New York, and, uh, and before DeSantis room in Florida, Megacon. Um, well, and you got credit where it's due for Dragon Con too. and Dragon Con too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. C two E two right here. Yeah, see now, C two E two like is C two E two really picked up over the past like six or seven oh, years. Oh yeah, yeah. C two E two is major. Like um, C two E two is very major. Like Reed Pop doesn't play. Like Reed Pop is here to just yeah. You got East, West, and then Middle. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's, so, so and that's New York, San Diego, Chicago. And now that people understand that like you can make money off of pop culture, like um pop culture and nostalgia there's money to be made so hence all these conventions that you have now you know some good some bad some in between like and the thing is like you're never out of it you know what i mean like you know like your venues may change sure yeah your venues may change yeah. or in sense sometimes you're going to go where you're wanted not where you're tolerated too like what, that plays into it as well what's how did you how did you feel so i actually busted my tabling at a convention cherry for the first time yesterday so thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it, I think it really does depend on the convention. This is a brand new mm-hmm. convention, never been done before. Um, it was a great show, um, but I know for me personally, like uh, when I walked into the room, uh, everybody had a banner or a print wall or something to make their booth tall. Yeah, <laughs> and I had nothing. <laughs> so I was so at first when I set up my stuff, my table was full of stuff, and. When I set up my table, I sat down and I would watch people walk by, and they would look at the artist on my on my left, like look up at his banner, and then they would overlook me completely, and then look at the arts and craft person on the other side. So I was like, okay, I gotta make myself big. So I stood up all day long to like you know give some height to my booth, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, my booth, um, and then like anybody who like slowed down or like made eye contact with me, eye contact with me, I was like, hey, let's talk about hard justice. So I think it does depend on the convention. Like I said, yesterday's show was a great show. Um, I just gotta be better prepared next time. Yeah. So. And uh, according to you, apparently all my artist buddies need to do Highland Heights Con next year. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to Highland Heights Con, uh, Comic Con. Um, you know the artist that was next to me. Um, 
was was a great guy, had phenomenal art, and he had a line at his table like all day long. It was crazy. Absolutely. So it was it was fun to just watch him thrive in that moment. Nice, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, it was good. Um, so uh, I, I asked them when you stepped away for a moment. Uh, I asked. Do you and it's a loaded question. Mm-hmm. Do you like tabling? Um, I'm at this place in my life now where <laughs> if, if I get asked, if I if, if you ask me, more than likely I'll be there. But do you like it? Do I like it? Mixed feelings. Okay. Just just being honest, mixed feelings. No, yeah, that's because fair. here's the thing. I'm at I'm at a place in my life now where I how can I say this? I used to, like a lot of times used to do these shows because like yo I got to make this bread. Straight up. Yeah. I got to make this bread. But now I'm at a place now where, like, I'm getting paid for my writing. And it's fantastic supplemental income. And it's like, and, and like, my name is out there more now than it's ever been at a lot of these cons. Once again, that's no shade. That is no shade. Okay? I get to talk to school kids, like, maybe, like, two, maybe once or twice a month. Okay? Do I need it? Not as much as I used to. Does, do I miss table? Sometimes I do. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes I miss that energy. Sometimes, but like, I'm I'm at a different place now. And once again, and that's not a, that's not a diss towards any comic or pop culture convention. You invite me, I'm be there. I'm gonna have all my books there, all fifty eleven of them. All right. The networking is still dope. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The networking yeah. is still there because like yes. you know, there's still people like, oh man, I, I didn't know this artist exists. This this is dope. This is great. You know, yeah. where'd you where'd you get the style from? This is dope. like there's there's good stuff. Even the shittiest of shows, yeah. There's there's yeah. bright lights there, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. And like and that's and that's what I always want to bring across. It's just that like, like it's just but it's work, and I do work as is. And mm-hmm. sometimes like, mm-hmm. like a Negro needs like a weekend off. We used to, uh, you know, like my whole thing would be like, I'm getting there soon as VIPs allowed in or you know I mean I would get in because I would either have a vendor pass or something that would allow me on the show floor early yeah. get there before the con opens I would I would say I beat Bryce there but that's not much of an accomplishment you know but I mean I would, I would beat a large number of like people there like there were booths empty when I would be like in the convention yeah. and I would stay until it closed those days are behind me yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. as someone who doesn't have a table and I will say like if you're if you're a younger person and you're and you're just or if you're someone who's just starting, you know, taking their first steps into this sort of scene, absolutely do conventions because they are the best place to meet a a collective of people who are in your same orbit. Yeah, facts. facts. And and it matters to know other people that are that are where you are. Or that are where you want to be, yeah. Um, yeah. or that or that are where you used to be, right? It matters having all three of those types of people in your life simultaneously. Yes. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you read, and, and this is this is just for me because I know out of I know out of us in terms of cre- uh, a creative career, I'm the baby of the group, but I've reached a point now to where I I I uh, you took that growth serum. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. I mean. But you know, I've I, I finally reached a point where, like, there's certain people that I've met over the years between conventions and then also just uh, uh, the internet presence of things. Because you know, during 2020, especially, I will say, you know, uh, 
just that I think that was a big pop for me as well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I mean, and, and that's even outside of the uh, of the blackening, you know, when they found out we existed and wanted to give us gigs. Yeah, like outside of that, I genuine <laughs> genuinely found all these. Is it okay to laugh at that? Like, I mean, no, 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 hey, is it, it, it is what it is. It's true. No, yeah, true. There was there was about eight. There was about the the blackening was about six months, and everybody was like, "Oh shit, black people make stuff. Let's give them gigs." Yeah, that's what happened. That's what I re- I, I'm not going to act like I didn't reap the benefits of some of the blackening. I was like, good twelve months out of the year, not just one month of the year. Uh, exactly, but but you but you know what? If <laughs> if the if you wanna, if you wanna go ahead and if you wanna go ahead and cut me white guilt checks, I'll let you do it. <laughs> by all means, go, go ahead. Fam, but, but. fam, that lasted from March of 2020 till about April of 2021, and after that, they was like, no more. No, I, I, no, I, I got it. My but if you got in, if you got in, you're in. My last white guilt check was August of last last year. Good on okay. you. Yeah, good on yeah. you. But that aside, <laughs> like 2020 was huge for my career. And then all these other artists that I saw coming up, like at the same time that I was, that we didn't, I didn't know directly. I had met some at shows, some I had just caught in passing. I almost kind of looked at them like my graduating class, because all my homies are usually you guys are OGs. So these guys were kind of in the same position that I was in. So it wound up being this, and Jake Smith being one of those guys. So like Jake Smith wound up jumping in taking a big leap but me and him had, had a decent little rapport for a little bit and seeing him coming up or like darren in, in louisville shout outs to him like I, these guys that i feel like we're all kind of coming up at the same time it feels like why it feels like my graduating class and that's kind of special i think conventions can be good for that and i, I kind of want to back up and talk about like you talked about an internet presence and like all i have to do is mention the name sorry hat Y'all all know y'all all know mm-hmm. his artwork. Y'all mm-hmm. all know him. Facts. None of you have ever met him before. No, he's been one of my good friends for twenty five years. One of my favorites too. Yeah, and uh, just like you and I'm, I'm, I'm stressing not to use his real name because he has that internet presence and everything. And uh, um, so like you know, you and Sorry Hat from like twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one didn't level up. You like fucking game genied your artwork. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but it. yeah, but like, tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> no, though, right, right, like, right, right, yeah, yeah, right. Um, that's exactly what happened. And that, that, that's you systemed not, up, like, yeah. You, yeah, like you went, you went from, <laughs> the, yeah, like you, you jumped from like NES to like GameCube. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know how I feel about GameCube, so I say that with love. Uh, like, I mean, I like, <laughs> so like, and uh, you've perpetually been working on a PS5 for like the past 15 years, so um. whatever. Well, hey, now I, I will. I will say. I'll say this. I can't say it enough. But like, I don't. I, I think that. I mean, you two just, meeting Justin and Sean, like you all, you both have been kind of the my foundation my, like Absolutely. throughout all of my creative growth for real. Because I go to the same. I go to the same brothers like. <laughs> I got, you know, I go to the same brothers for everything, be it like if I, you know, life shit, art shit, whatever. You guys speak the same language. You know what, what it is or whatever. And it's my safe space and I just level up creatively bringing things to the homies. I feel like it's the Godfather, but we have like two Don Corleones because like I feel yeah, like everyone comes <laughs> yeah. to y'all with shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like if I'm ever, if, if I'm ever like at a point where I'm like. Not even frustrated about like the podcasting, but like frustrated about life. I, you know, 
Yeah. You and I, at least once a week, it just text each other the words, how's your mentals? Like, When I first decided I wanted to start writing for comics and like try to make it in this industry, I mean, I reached out to Sean, and Sean is like my creative comics mentor, and then Justin has been like my comics business mentor. <laughs> yeah. So having, yeah. having these two has just like propelled me further forward faster than I could ever imagine. Yeah, that's yeah. just what it is, I, yeah. I didn't think that going to the album with uh, Ken for those like live art things during their horrendous freestyle nights. <laughs> hey, we, we, some, some of them was alright. Some of them was <laughs> alright. <laughs> few of them was alright. There's a few that are still around even. Yeah, <laughs> hey. Yeah, but the, the coked out dude I went to high school with who was trying to make us right, like no joke, there was a, there was a dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who and not whatever I'll throw shade at him. Um, who a white uh, a white dude who went by the name Trigger Mike. Oh, you gonna just drop his name and everything? Oh, fuck. He ain't gonna hear this. Ooh. Fuck him. Okay. Um, hey, no joke. If, hey, what if he's like one of your top listeners? That's too? cool. Fuck him. So, uh, so, oh, ride, baby. so no joke. Me, baby. Within, within <laughs> I need you to know within seeing him that night at the album, in the next forty eight hours. I hear the following things. My buddy who works at Lextran says he shows up completely coked off his ass Ooh. and was being chased by two dudes for a drug deal that went wrong. Oh, no. Ooh. Oh, no. And the next day, my brother sends me a screenshot of one of his Facebook statuses that says, if my coaches in high school were better, I'd be on LeBron James's level. What if this is all PR? <laughs> Buddy, like, and now like, he has an official beef with the podcast. Dude, yeah. that's fine. Trigger that's Mike, fine. you will get a diss track from Trigger Mike. You will get a trigger. Mike. It will be a Trigger Mike mixtape. And the five people that hear it, and the two thousand people that hear my podcast, like, guess what's going to get more coverage? <laughs> new Trigger, I, new Trigger I got, Mike. I got, I got friends, I got just by you mentioning it, now he's more relevant. Yeah, and, and like, right, no, yeah. And we'll, like. The thing is, it's like, I, I grew up in Woodfield. I grew up next to the Cumberland Hills, and you've heard, you, y'all have heard me talk ad nauseum. Like, Dad worked to get that money. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Pete worked to get that Pete, Pete worked to earn his name. Like, um, this motherfucker grew up three blocks away from me. Like, junior and senior year, he was driving, like, brand new cars. Damn. And then he's, like, rapping about Rottweilers and being poor. And I'm just like... That's, Damn. That, that's, that's not how it is. Damn. That's, he, he was like, Trigger Mike is the white version of Boss. Well, he is white. Oh, damn. He is white. Uh, no, 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 that's what I'm saying. Oh, he's like, the white, he's version, the white version of Boss. Like, see, like, okay, look, there's a little bit of hip-hop history for you. <laughs> All right, now listen. Back in the, back in the early 90s, there was, like, uh, this gangster rap lady by the name of Boss. And, like, when she came on the scene, like, she was just, like, super gangster, super hard. And come to find out, she went to a very nice school. And, like, she was working on Wall Street, but, like, Boss was the side gig. Now, here's the thing. Now, like, today, I think in today's world it would be a little bit more acceptable because it would just be seen as a persona. But, like, if, but we were at a specific period of time. It was you rap what you live. Now, granted, a lot of them didn't rap what they lived. But the thing is, like, she was a woman, too. And it was like, wait a minute, we ain't never seen you before. I don't remember you coming down my street. And then, like, that shit got exposed. One album, gone. Like, literally, Boss had two singles. I was on BET in heavy rotation for them two singles. Once she got exposed, it's over. It would mean like, you never saw Boss again. You never saw Boss again. It's like Boss a Mandela again. effect. All like, you, if you weren't around during those four months, like, you don't all know. You, all you need is, all you just need is an ice ice baby. Just break out with an ice ice baby or some shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, look, I, look, 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 look. We finally, we have matured enough to admit that, okay, you know what? Vanilla Ice had a good enough run to get to Ninja Turtles 2 movie, and I did the Ninja Rap too. Ninja Rap. But listen, listen. Right? Listen. Go in front of my man. Live forever. Live so forever. All, I say all that to say. Oh, see? <laughs> I say all that to say, Trigger Mike, you do you, King. Mike. Go ahead, Trigger Mike. King. Hey, when that diss uh, track comes. Burger King crown. We're about to wrap up. All right. Yeah, no, so, I'm Oh, you're just staying. I thought you were like going, going. Um, so <laughs> this has been a very strange conversation. Uh, but like, you know, we t- we've touched on a lot of stuff I actually wanted to touch on between conventions and creative processes and Kickstarters. Right. And- I, always, I always think that creative people, when they are given a platform to speak about creative things, should speak as truthful as they can about said creative things. Because it doesn't do anybody any service to bullshit anyone. No, it doesn't. It yes. doesn't. Like, so we get we got too many cats out here in the field that keep cutting corners, and that's why they keep going in circles. And yeah. like, and the thing is, is that we don't want that. No, nah. we don't want that. And the thing is, is that like everybody that you listen to here, like like I said, we we talk to each other. You know, we you know we do our best to take advice. Sometimes we learn the hard way, but the thing is, is that the, but when we learn the hard way, guess what? We don't repeat that bullshit again. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and um, this is a very talented creative group of people and I, I love being around it all so like you absolutely know, because if i didn't i'd be cussing y'all motherfuckers out every single day i saw you <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't like us you wouldn't be here that's like, very true uh, very true mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh thought you didn't like me the first couple times i met you that's no, a true story no because like i was probably just in like no new friends mode because <laughs> like i'm like i'm an introverted extrovert and like i do get scared of letting people in sometimes well, thank God I don't have a loud you presence don't. or anything. Oh, you good. You good. Like, once, once like, I saw, let's just say, because, like, once I saw, you know, you hanging with Justin and, and Bryce a lot, I was like, okay, they, he cool. Well, yeah, and yeah. I also showed up with Ken. So it's not like Ken and I showed up at the same places. Right. Ken's quiet as fuck. I'm standing in the background, and combined, we're 13 feet tall. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, let's... Uh, Let's, you know, we'll end this how we all, it's what you hate, the self-promotion bullshit. Justin3000.com. All right, you can find me um, on Twitter at SeanRPrior.com, same on Hive, same on Spoutable. Um, you can also find me on Patreon, um, Patreon.com slash SeanPrior. Um, Patreon, you can pay what you want, lowest $1 a month. Um, give you a little bit of everything, uh, digital hip-hop cards, uh, sometimes I'll just like write a quick little piece of how, how I'm feeling videos uh starting a new podcast in april um i've already, re- already recorded all the episodes my black ass just needs to, to edit all of them <laughs> so um so there's that and a bunch of other stuff too um if you want to find my works you can go to um i have like a i used to have a, yeah, i got a link tree but i can't remember what the link is so fuck it just go to seanpryor.com you can do that or you can go to my amazon page and just type sean Pryor. And you can find me there. And um, oh, you got the Amazon page. You're fancy, fancy. Hey, I, I, I had to get that a long time ago before, like I did my website. So I was okay. like, so that's there too. Also, you can find me on bookshop.org if you type my name there too. You'll see a lot of my books there as well. Cool, cool. Bryce O'Quay, aka Black Fruit Punch, aka Mr. Mad Hundreds. Just Google Bryce O'Quay or Mad Hundreds. I feel like that's just easy. Yeah. Spell that out for the people, please. B R Y C E O Q U A Y E and Mad Hundreds. You can sound that out phonetically. <laughs> and um, yeah, hardjusticecomic.com. 
this is uh, the first one of five, and me and Wes have poured a lot of beautiful, beautiful energy into this with some beautiful, beautiful people. So please, please, by all means, continue to support. We thank you. Also, um, Rihanna, it's never too late. It's never, it's never too late. Okay, and I never laughed at you when they did those Smash Brothers memes. I never did that. So um, you sent those. Oh my bad, my bad, my bad. He did. No, I was talking. I was talking to Sean when I said that. I was talking to Sean when I said that. So yeah, Riri, just come home. Just come home. If you can talk, I can, you can talk. I can talk. Uh, West Gift, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at West Right Stuff. Hard Justice is still on Kickstarter for eleven more days. We're fully funded, but the more money you give, the more stretch goal awesomeness I can give you. Hardjusticecomic.com. It's Lethal Weapon meets Double Dragon. Check it out. Boom boom. If you don't check it out, you can go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> so yeah, guys, I, I love all of you. I really appreciate y'all being here as always. Um, this is, you know, this is one of my favorite episodes of the year to always do. Um, it's always ridiculous. It's always weird to see who's going to show up and come out and he's quite the carousel. So, yes. uh, yeah. <laughs> so the Soki book fest and Lexington comic and toy convention, you can find Sean out there. I know we have a lot of Bowling Green listeners go see Sean. He's a great guy. Uh, don't make him bring books home. Um, <laughs> so, and then, yeah, we'll see the rest of y'all at LCTC. And as always, I'm Chris. I'm biding for time, or I'm also Chris, biding for time to get my laptop in my lap so I can stop the recording. Thank you for being our friends. Shout out to Outdoor Dougie. Mm, outdoor Dougie. With benefits. <laughs> <laughs>